Welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend JFK Mensa, a seasoned Bible teacher with over 40 years of ministry experience. He is a pastor, a church planter, a missionary, and an international conference speaker. He is passionate about making Christ-like disciples worldwide. JFK Mensa is the General Overseer of Great Commission Church International. May you be transformed as you listen to the Word of God. Father, we thank you for another Sunday. We are very well aware that it is your desire to heal the sick, to break the chains of Satan over people's lives, to deliver the afflicted, to set the captives free, to open the prison doors for those who are imprisoned. Father, once again this evening, we ask that all who are sick, all who have come to you with faith, will be completely set free and healed and go home with the testimony of Jesus as healer, Savior, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, today we are going to the third topic in our series on healing and deliverance. And in this series, I have been trying to convince you that Jesus did not only come into this world to save us from our sins, but in addition to that, He became a curse for us so that He can heal our sicknesses Break the yoke of Satan over our lives. Set the captives free. That incurable diseases, sicknesses which are hereditary, illnesses that have beaten the doctors and ordinary medicine, they are healed by Jesus Christ. They are Sicknesses which Jesus heals freely without charging you. This evening, I want to share with you the power in the name of Jesus. The power and the authority in the name of Jesus. So number one, I will give you a testimony my personal life number two what is in a name and number three 
the power in Jesus' name while he was on earth. By the time I started secondary school, I noticed that in the classroom, my eyes were teary. And uh, as I looked on the blackboard, I had problems. So, my uncle was a medical doctor. And I went to him. So they prescribed spectacles for me. And I used spectacles from secondary school form one to the first year of the university. When I was in the university, I went for a convention in the Volta region of Ghana. Uh, the town is called KJB and that night the preacher said if we had faith we should come and touch a handkerchief and we would be healed so I went with another university student and we were quite skeptical so he told me, look, I know these faith healers. If you go with your spectacles, they break the spectacles, they remove it and throw it away, and you are not healed, you have to go and buy a more expensive pair of spectacles. So let's come to an agreement. You hold on to my spectacles, I will go. If nothing happens, I come back, take my spectacles back, then you give me your spectacles and you two go. And when nothing happens, then you can come back and collect your pair of spectacles. And with that agreement, he went. And he came back and said, nothing has happened. And he took mine. And I also went. And I touched the handkerchief. Nothing happened. And I came back and collected my pair of spectacles. But God being so good, the next year, this same preacher came to speak to us at a, a youth evangelism camp. And that morning, my quiet time was Romans chapter 3, verses 3 and 4. And it says, What shall we say then? If we are unfaithful. Does that make God also unfaithful? By no means. Let God be true and every man a liar. I don't know, but the Holy Spirit used this to spark faith in me. And I said, ah, if I don't believe the Bible, I cheat myself. Let God be true, every man a liar. So, when the gentleman came, that day he preached on the power in the name of Jesus. But, he didn't pray for the sick. Now, I had prepared my heart that I was going to receive my healing that day. So, when he asked us to stand up and pray to close, I took my pair of spectacles and I told the Lord, these spectacles are down today. So when we started praying, I laid hands on my eyes, 
in the name of Jesus I put down the spectacles and glory to God for over 20 years my eyes were perfectly healed I could read any size of a character or letters I could drive even in the night for over 20 years without spectacles and I learned one of the biggest lessons in my life as a Christian let God be true and every man a liar I share this story with joy because there are many Christians who immediately they hear about healing and deliverance begin to mount up arguments why they are not healed Second Timothy chapter 4 verse 20 I left Trophimus sick in Miletus First Timothy chapter 5 verse 23 Paul tells Timothy don't only drink water but drink a little wine because of your often stomach ailments and then in Philippians chapter 2 he tells us from verse 25 that Epaphroditus was sick even almost to death and they are like well if Paul handkerchiefs and aprons from Paul's body healed the sick and cast out demons and yet Paul's immediate team they were sick and you couldn't do anything about it well why do you say that there is healing in the name of Jesus let God be true and every man a liar by the end of this message you can receive your healing from any sickness or infirmity that is plaguing your life if you choose to believe but the choice is yours God remains a healer and he is true there may be many reasons why Christians are not healed or why even after they are healing the sickness returns I myself after over 20 years as I grew and went for medical exam for driving they recommended spectacles for me and I'm back in my spectacles but I can never say anywhere in the world that I was not healed by Jesus I still read without spectacles and see without spectacles I drive with spectacles now let me begin my argument human beings need a certain supernatural power and authority to live in this world because Satan is a real evil being who moves around and he has malicious intentions to afflict us to make us suffer and to make us sick to kill us so Job chapter 2 verse 7 says that Satan smote Job with boils and Hebrews chapter 2 
verse 14 and 15, we are told that certain people, Satan has captured them because of fear of death all their lives. In fact, in 1 Timothy, the scripture says there are certain people Satan has taken captive to do his will on this earth. So, in order to stay and live at peace, you need supernatural power and authority to walk through this earth. And this is what we see in the coming of Jesus Christ. What is in a name? I see a lot of cultures and tribes who just give names. Anything just to identify a person. But in the Bible lands, a name was significant because the name of a person brought out his character. In First Samuel chapter 25, verse 25, Abigail said of Nabal that his name means a fool and folly is with him because as his name is, so is he. First Samuel chapter 25, we're reading verse 25. Let not my Lord, I pray thee, regard this man of Belial, even Nabal, for as his name is, so is he. Yes. Nabal is his name, and folly is with him. As his name is, so is he. As his name is, so is he. So when God wanted to change Abraham's state in Genesis chapter 17, verse 5, he said that from today, your name will no longer be Abraham, meaning noble father. You will be called Abraham, father of a multitude. As his name is, so is he. Matthew chapter 1, verse 21, you shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. You know, Jesus in Hebrew is Jehoshua, and it means Jehovah is salvation. So, as his name is, so is he. Not only that, where the name of an authority, a king is, it carries power. The power and authority of the king goes with his name. Esther chapter 8, verse 8. Esther chapter 8, verse 8. These verses are quite easy to remember. First Samuel 25, 25. Esther chapter 8 verse 8 Now write another decree in the king's name on behalf of the Jews that seems best to you and seal it with the king's signet ring Seal it with the king's signet ring For no document written in the king's name and sealed with his ring can be revoked No document written in the king's name sealed with the king's ring can be revoked 
the name of the king carries a power Proverbs chapter 18 verse 10 says the name of the Lord is a strong tower the righteous run into it and they are safe Proverbs 18 10 the name of the Lord is a strong tower the righteous run to it and are safe and a name carries the peasant's presence in Matthew chapter 18 verse 20 Jesus said where two or three are gathered in my name there am I in the midst of them Matthew 18 20 for where two or three come together in my name there am I with them so if you you get married you carry your husband's name because the, your husband's name put on you means all that your husband has and is has been conferred upon you. So, this should explain to you why the name of Jesus must mean more to you as a Christian than it does now. And my, my, my prayer is that by the end of this session, a new boldness will enter you. Because you have come to understand the early church and the followers of Jesus operated with a certain level of authority and power that today's church lacks. In Luke chapter 10 verse 17 which we shall read the Bible says the 70 returned and told Jesus, Lord, do you know what happened? Even the demons are subject to us in your name. Luke 10, 17. The 72 returned with joy and said, Lord, even the demons submit to us in your name. Look at this. Even while Jesus was alive, his name had power over demons even while Jesus was alive his name had power over evil spirits over witchcraft over water spirits mermaids over dwarfs over spirits of the dead familiar spirits but I'm more excited about Luke chapter 9 in Luke chapter 9 48 and 49 we are told of an event which gladdens my heart. Luke 9, 49. We saw a man driving out demons in your name. And we tried to stop him because he's not one of us. Please, let's go slowly. The, the disciples of Jesus came back 
and reported to him, Master, we saw a man driving out evil spirits in your name. And we tried to stop him. Yes. Let's, let's read on. Verse 50. Do not stop him, Jesus said. For whoever is not against you, it's for you. Please, can you read the 49 and 50 again? Master, said John, we saw a man driving out demons in your name and we tried to stop him because he's not one of us. We saw a man driving out demons in your name and he was not part of us. And we tried to stop him. And Jesus said, no. Why are you trying to stop him? Allow him. Nobody can do a miracle in my name and turn against me immediately. Now, I want this point to hit you. When Jesus was alive, he had not died on the cross. He had not risen from the dead. He had not ascended to the right hand of God. He was still alive. There was somebody who was not a regular follower of Jesus. But he found out that there was authority, power, strength, spiritual bazooka in the name of Jesus. And he was using this to drive out demons successfully. And the disciples were trying to stop him. My point is that any Christian, it doesn't matter what church you belong to, any Christian who is not able to drive out demons with the name of Jesus, you have a problem. You have a problem. And you have to remember that 84 people were driving out demons and healing the sick in the lifetime of Jesus. The 12 apostles, these backbenchers, 70 or 72, and then this guy who was using Jesus' name free of charge. Jesus himself never used his name to drive out demons. He didn't need it. The reason Jesus gave us his name is because we need the name. You are talking about the Jewish Sanhedrin. They killed Jesus. They killed Stephen. What do you mean? The whole Jewish religious setup was against Christianity. Because if Christianity worked, their priestly system would be set aside. Not only that, the Roman Empire, with the Caesars, all the Caesars were called Lord, because they believed that with them, there was nobody else. Julius Caesar. Augustus Caesar. Caesar. What do you mean? And the Roman Empire 
was ruling with iron on this earth as a world empire for 600 years. And they were against Christianity because to say Jesus is Lord meant Caesar was not Lord. And they wanted to mash and crash and bash and, 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 and pulverize Christianity with iron. But Christianity broke through the Jewish resistance and broke through the Roman resistance. And today, 2,000 years, Roman Empire is no more. But Jesus Christ and Christianity, they keep going. Why? The name of Jesus. 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 The, of Jesus. the early church discovered that there was a power in the name of Jesus which could overcome Satan, sickness, disease. In fact, in Colossians chapter 3 verse 17, Paul is bold to say, whatever you do in word and deed, do all in the name of Jesus. And whatever you do, whatever you do, whether in word or deed, word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus. Do it all in the name of Jesus. Giving thanks to God the Father through Him. So salvation was in the name of Jesus. Acts chapter 4, verse 12. He says, No other name has been given to us under heaven by which we should be saved. Acts 4 12. Salvation is found in no one else. Yes. For there is no other name under heaven given to men by which we must be saved. There is no other name, no other name under heaven by which we must be saved. So, they expected you to believe on the name of Jesus. John chapter 1 verse 12. He says, as many as received him, who believed on his name, he gave them authority to become children of God. John 1 12. John 1 12. Yet to all who received him. Yes. To those who believed in his name. Believe in his name. Believe in his name. Believe in his name. You are not only to hear the name. You are to believe in the name. Jesus. 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 Then you are saved. And they were baptized into the name. Let's read it. Acts 2 38. Acts 2, 38 now. Yes. Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus yes. Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins. Yes. And you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. They were to repent and be baptized in the name. Not only that, prayer. Prayer was to be in the name. John chapter 16, verses 23 and 24. John 16, 23, 24. Yes. In that day you will no longer ask me anything. In that day you will no longer ask me anything. I tell you the truth. My yes. Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. My Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. Until now you have not asked for anything in my name. Until now you have not asked for anything in my name. Ask and you receive and your joy will be complete. Ask, ask. And you receive and your joy will be full. This is what we call the power of attorney. You see, it's a legal transaction between heaven and us. 
we represent Jesus and we are free to use the name. Read the verse 26 for effect. Verse 26, John chapter 16. Yes. In that day you will ask in my name. In that day you will ask in my name. I'm not saying that I will ask the Father on your behalf. You see? Now, you must know that Jesus wants us to do the same miracles he did. Let's read it. John chapter 14. Let's read verse 12 to 14. John and listen carefully to, to be able to detect the key. Yes. I tell you the truth. Yes. Anyone who has faith in me will do what I have been doing. Anyone who has faith in me will do what I have been doing. He will do even greater things than this. He will do even greater things than this. Because I'm going to the Father. Because I am going to the Father. Yes. And I'll do whatever you ask in my name. I will do whatever you ask in my name. So that the Son may bring glory to the Father. You may ask me for anything in my name. And I'll do it. Now you can understand that Peter was going with John to the temple for the hour of prayer and they got to the beautiful gate in Acts chapter 3 and we are told that here was a man born lame 40 years old he had never walked and they brought him to sit at the beautiful gate and ask arms, beg for money from those who were entering. You have to understand that this guy was there when Jesus was alive. But Jesus never healed him. Jesus never healed him. So, he turned to Peter and John expecting something. And so, they said, look on us. Yes, verse 6. Let's read the verse 6. Then Peter said, Silver or gold I do not have. Silver, gold I don't have. Today our churches have silver and gold. (laughs) Yes. But what I have, I give you. What I have, I give you. I have something. I have something. And that's what I'm going to give you. Yes. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Walk. You know, Peter said silver and gold. I don't have. Today our churches have silver and gold. But they don't have the name of Jesus. They don't have the name of Jesus. But Peter said, silver and gold I don't have. But I have the name of Jesus. I have the name of In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Walk. And what does verse 7 say? Verse 7, Acts 3. Yes. Taking him by the right hand. He held his right hand. He helped him up. Helped him up. And instantly. Instantly. The man's feet and ankles became strong. The man's feet and ankles became strong. Hallelujah. Yes. Oh, you continue. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. He did what? 
he jumped to his feet and he began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, yes. walking and jumping and praising God. Walking, walking. Forty years he has never walked. Walking, <laughs> jumping, running, <laughs> praising God. <laughs> then he walks for. Then he jumps for. Then he runs for. Then he, <laughs> forty years after forty years. <laughs> Walking, jumping, running, praising God. Hallelujah. Now, what can cause Peter, who denied Jesus three times about two months earlier? Peter, it's not that he was not a sinner. What could make it that he will heal a man born lame 40 years? He explains it. Let's read the verse 10. We are reading verse 10. Then we are reading verse 16. Yes. They recognized him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful. Yes. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. Yes. Now jump to verse 16. Verse 16 says, By faith in the name of Jesus. Please, listen. By faith in the name of Jesus. It's not enough to know Jesus. It's not enough to know about the name of Jesus. You have to express faith in the name by faith in the name of Jesus this man whom you see and know was made strong yes. and it's Jesus' name and the faith that comes through him that has given this complete healing to him as you can all see Peter is explaining that look it's not because I'm holy you know some people wonder why some of these uh, charismatic pastors and uh, uh, Pentecostals they are not living any clean lives as such but they speak in tongues, they heal the sick, and then they say, oh, they are not using God's power. That's not true. <laughs> it is not because you are holy, it's because there is power in the name of Jesus. And if you have faith in that name, you get results. If you doubt what I'm saying, shall we please go to chapter 4? Acts chapter 4 We are going to read verses 17, 17 and verse 18 18 at this point Yes But to stop this thing from spreading any further The Sanhedrin said To stop this thing from spreading This Jesus man To stop the uh, Christianity from spreading We must warn these men We must warn these men To speak no longer to anyone in first name To speak no longer to any man in this name. Then they called them in again. They called them they in again. Commanded them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. They called them in. Said, don't speak, don't teach at all in the name of Jesus. What were they afraid of? The name. The name. Please, let's quickly rush to chapter 5. And then we are going to read just verse 28. And verse 40. Acts 5. 
28 and later 40. Yes. We gave you strict orders not to teach in this name. We gave you strict orders not to teach in this name. We gave you strict orders not to teach in this name. The people were afraid of the name. Yet you have filled Jerusalem with your teaching. They filled Jerusalem with the name of Jesus. <laughs> they filled Jerusalem everywhere. The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. Then did we not tell you not to teach in this name? Verse 40. Verse 40 says, His speech persuaded them. Yes. They called the apostles. They called the apostles. And have them flogged. They flogged them. Then they ordered them not to speak in the name of Jesus. They flogged them and said, don't speak in the name of Jesus. And let them go. And let them go. But verse 42, what did they do? What did they do? Day after day. Yes. In the temple court. In the temple court. And from house to house. From house to house. They never stopped teaching (laughs) and proclaiming the good news that Jesus is the Christ. Wow. I want to convince and persuade you that from this night your life can change. You know, I had a dream um, Friday night into Saturday, and it was a very short dream I saw that I was sitting among chiefs and suddenly a very tall strong evil spirit drew near me and wanted to destroy me now in the dream I couldn't shout the name of Jesus in my heart I was just saying Jesus 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 and as I said it I saw him Trembling, shrinking, becoming weaker, 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 and powerless. And then I woke up. I wasn't saying the name of Jesus with my mouth. Just my heart was saying Jesus. It was enough in the spiritual realm. It was enough in the spiritual realm. Let me finish this sermon by talking about how Jesus got his power and authority in that name. You know, my wife has a mobile phone, but she uses it to receive messages and send text messages and a few times with WhatsApp and to watch the WhatsApp video clips. Now, all of you listening to me know that a mobile phone, Android, can be used for more things than that. You can use it as a notebook. You can use it for live streaming on Facebook. You can, I mean, you can do everything with it. And with so many apps. And it is true of the name of Jesus. Some people only think that the name of Jesus is effective when you are praying in Jesus' name. That's all. When you want to eat, say, oh, Father, come and die with us in Jesus' name. Amen. That's all. But 
The scripture explains that the name of Jesus is above every name because by creation, by conquest, and by coronation, Jesus is Lord of Lords. In Colossians chapter 1, verse 15 to 17, the Bible says Jesus is the image of the invisible God. The firstborn over all creation. And that all things in heaven and on earth, things visible and invisible, they were created by Jesus and for Jesus. Colossians chapter 1, 15 to 17. Yes. He is the image of the invisible God. Yes. The firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created. Yes. Things in heaven and on earth. Things in heaven. Things on earth, everything in heaven was created by Jesus. Everything on this earth, the mountains, the sea, the oceans, you name them, the rocks, they were created by Jesus. Therefore, when you say in the name of Jesus, trees hear you, the wind hears you, heaven listens, because all things were created by Him, and therefore His name enters and permeates and percolates Everything in nature. Yes. Things in heaven and on earth. Yes. Visible and invisible. Whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities. All things were created by him and for him. All things. All things. All things were created by Jesus and for Jesus. If your car is not behaving well, put your hands on it and say, Jesus! 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 If you are in the kitchen and your plate is falling, say, Jesus! You see the plate will fall, hit the ground and not break. Because plates hear the name of Jesus. Your shoes listen to Jesus. Your car hears Jesus. Hallelujah. But the second area Jesus got his power from and authority from is by conquest. Satan had the key of death. In fact, we are not reading Luke chapter 4 verse 6. He showed Jesus all the kingdoms of the earth and said, It has been given to me. <laughs> so you fall and worship me and I will give it to you. But in Hebrews chapter 2, let's read it for effect. Verses Hebrews 14 and 15. Since the children have flesh and blood, yes. he too shared in their humanity, so that by his death, he might destroy him who holds the power of death. By his death, he might destroy him that had the power of death. You see what I'm saying? Even before Jesus died, his name was casting out demons. Now when he died, he met Satan face to face, eyeball to eyeball, knee to knee, toe to toe. And in that mortal combat, Jesus bashed Satan. He, 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 you know, they use the Greek word katargeo. He, he, he rendered him impotent. You see, have you ever watched any of these heavyweight fighters? When they beat the opponent until the person is on the ground and they count seven and the guy is so exhausted, he doesn't want to get up and face those blows again. That's what happened to Satan. 
And Jesus walked to him, collected the key of death and hate from him and got up from the dead. Yes. Hebrews 2, 14-15 Since the children have flesh and blood, he too shared in their humanity, so that by his death he might destroy him who holds the power of death. Yes. That is the devil. Yes. And free those. And free. And free. And free. And free those. Yes. Who all their lives. Yes. Were held in slavery. By their, their fear of death. Because of fear of death, they were held in slavery. You would die. You would die. If you come from my side of water region, there are fetish priests, witches and wizards, power, spiritual power brokers, small thing. You would die. You would die. Hey, spiritual short guy. They will show you right now. Hey, man. And people will tell you, be careful of that man. Hey. But with the resurrection of Jesus, <laughs> the key of death is no longer in the hands of Satan forever. No witch. No wizard. Anywhere in the world has power over you in Christ. Hallelujah. In fact, we are not reading it, but Revelations 1, 17 and 18, John the Revelator said, When I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. But he placed his hands on me and said, Fear not. I am the first and the last. I was dead. But I am alive forevermore. And the keys of death and hate, they are in my hands. Forever and ever and ever and ever. The name of Jesus carries power, sway over every principality, power, dominion, every evil spirit. Right now as I speak, anything in your life which is because the devil has arranged himself against you in order to destroy your life. And I break this power in the name of Jesus. And I want you to rise up and take the name of Jesus, the name of Jesus, and free yourself and be free from death, threat of death. Be free, be free, be free in the name of Jesus. Every handwriting and ordinance against you, free in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. And not, not only that, in Colossians chapter 2. Verse 14 and 15. The scripture says every handwriting and ordinance against us. Jesus took it out. Nailed it to the cross. And he disarmed principalities and powers. And made an open show. Public show of them. And celebrated a triumph over them. He disarmed them. Jesus disarmed principalities and powers. Any evil spirit which is trying to threaten you this night, rise up with the name of Jesus. Rise up with the name of Jesus. Come against it. Turn against that asthma. Turn against rheumatism. Turn against the high blood pressure. You come against the cancer. Come against it in the name of Jesus. Come against it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Go now. Lose your hope. Go. And you know, the Bible says, it is not only by creation and by conquest of Satan that Jesus' name has power. Philippians 2, 9-11 says, Wherefore, God also has highly exalted Jesus and given him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, at the name of Jesus, at the name of Jesus, 
Every knee, every knee, every knee in heaven, on earth, under the earth to bow. Then every tongue confess Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Jesus is Lord. It means when you say Jesus, heaven recognizes it. The earth recognizes it. Satan's dominion recognizes it. You know, these days, some people are threatened. When you say, hey, an angel said this to me, and that you met uh, uh, Nicodemus, or uh, uh, Isaiah has spoken, and I said, who is Isaiah? Who, who, who is an angel? The Bible says in Hebrews 1:4, Jesus has got a more excellent name than the angels. To which angel did God ever say, let all God's angels worship him? You know, so you have this night the name of Jesus. It is the most powerful weapon you can have. And that even Paul, when he met that slave girl with the spirit of Python in Philippi in Acts chapter 16, 16 to 18, he said in the name of Jesus Christ, come out of her. And the spirit left that same hour. I want to tell you, brother, sister in Christ, you are free. You are free. Shall we rise up and just pray? Yes. The name of Jesus. 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 Yes. Receive your healing. The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. Yes. Call the name of Jesus over your sickness, over your disease, over your family case. Yes. Yes. Spirit attacking you. Take the name of Jesus. The name the name of Jesus. Follow JFK Mensa Ministries on Facebook and YouTube and invite others to listen to his podcast. You can also access some of JFK Mensa's books and keep up with his ministry at www.jfkmensaministries.org. God bless you.